Welcome to the Q to Convo podcast. I'm your host, Keys. Today, I have a special guest with me today, and that's my brother, Ray. I knew him for, what, 21 years or more? More. 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 <laughs> Definitely more, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, today we're going to have a conversation just about black men in society, and, you know, we're just going to go deep and, you know, hope everybody enjoy, and, you know, I'm going to allow my brother to introduce himself, so. Yeah, my name is Ray, uh, Ray Lindsay, uh, a.k.a. Ray the Barber, uh, Hey, I'm just happy to be here, man. I appreciate my brother for uh, reaching out, and we're going to uh, get deep in, into some, some topics today. Let's get to the first topic. Man. Let's talk about uh, you sent me a video on Instagram, and it was a black man. Well, you could tell it was a black, uh, group of uh, black men, a group of uh, black women, and you could tell that the black man was talking to the black women that he felt like there was like a negative stereotype on black men that black women are hurting from and they're like pushing that on every black man you could tell that he was uh really hurt by that and yeah. you could tell that um he just was just talking to them like he's getting tired of that so i want us to kind of uh, talk about that video and how do you relate to that video and what you think about the video um like that was one of the reasons why i sent it out i uh sent it to probably about 15 people because I think that is a, a, a conversation that we all should have. Um, the stereotype of black women, strong, independent black women, uh, and strong, independent black men. And that's a conversation that uh, we're not having today. Um, I really think that it's a, it can be problematic. Um, if you are a black man trying to navigate in society and you're looking for a strong black woman, but your, your independence or your leadership might look at, look, might be looked at as, uh, male chauvinist, um, uh, you know, lack of respect for the black woman. And that's not always the case. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we just need to know that we play intricate roles in each other's lives and it's not a competition. You know, if, if, if I'm here for you and you here for me, then we're serving the children and we're keeping God first. Hey, we can, we can strive and we can survive in this, in this dynamic world that is not favorable for blacks as a whole. So, yeah, that's kind of like my take on it. But, I mean, the guy, he spoke on some deep things on there mm -hmm. where, you know, he's being, he's tired of the the stereotype of uh, if a man is crying or showing emotions toward the black woman that he's weak. Well, we get that every day with our male counterparts. When if we're showing hey, I didn't like that. I didn't like how you spoke to me. I didn't like your aggression. And a woman's going to look at, well, you just can't, you just too weak. It's like, no, it, there's respect. Because if I speak to you in a demonstrative uh, 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 tone, I'm abusive. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So where does where does the line, Where where's the line? And we keep moving the line to, to benefit our arguments so if i'm too demonstrative on one end and you are too strong and independent on another end okay where where is the common ground so you know that's that's kind of where i took from the conversation uh of that of that video so yeah man I t you know i totally agree because i was just telling kendra that i just think that like with like with black men and black women, we deal with so much trauma. From I mean, I'm talking about from the history of slavery, Jim Crow law, yeah. civil rights, uh, social justice. Yeah. And I think that we're coming into a relationship and we have all this trauma, like family trauma, that you have the black women, moms telling them to be strong, to be independent. You have the black men, uh, dads telling us, don't cry. Even at a young age, like my son teach four, and I... 
I try not to push that on him when he cry or he gets so emotional. Try not to tell him not to cry because it's like I want him to kind of to feel his emotions, but I want him also to control his emotions. Correct. And I think that's like, and that's an issue in uh, the black community when it comes to the black man, the black woman, is that we're coming to, in, into a relationship with so much trauma and we don't know how to like manage that trauma and say, man, we, let's seek healing. And like you said, like, uh, like for example, like when I was growing up, you know, my mom was basically a single mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was me and my brothers. So you had my mom trying to take the role of teaching us how to be a man. So it's like if we cried about something, want to talk about something, it's more like, hey, man, toughen up, toughen up. Y'all need to be a man. So then when you get married, it's hard for you to share your emotions or share what you're going through because you feel like that your wife might look at you as being weak. And I feel like that's what that video really spoke to me is that we need to be, you know, we need to kind of get to a common ground that we need to seek healing as a as a black community, as black couples. It's because if we don't seek healing, we always going to go to this thing that a man got to put on that he can't show his emotions and then if we can't show our emotions, we're going to act out in a certain way. And that's why you see a lot of us men, we might act out with our anger because we we don't know how to deal with our emotions. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and, it, yeah. and, that's, and, and, and that's the that's the gist. Okay, mm-hmm. we are told to bottle up our emotions, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens to things that are bottled up? They explode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we wondering why we got these five-year-old, four-year-olds uh, in preschool and kindergarten, and they're just full of rage. They're full of yeah. rage. And I can speak on it because I was one of those kids. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily to the point of rage at that age, but it did come out. You know what I'm saying? It ended up coming out in, what, sixth, seventh, eighth grade? And it was just like, ah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because my father wasn't in the home. You know what I'm saying? And I had my mom telling me how to be, trying to tell me how to be a man. And this is the the, the problem that I've seen being raised by a woman now anybody who knows me know i adore my mom like mm-hmm. i love my mom you know while, while she was here on this earth and you know i was viewed as a mama's boy the youngest of three. Oh, uh, you oh uh, you my, my older brother and my older sister oh you mom you you baby him you favor him this is that and the other right you know so it, it i had to navigate through that you know, navigating through, you know, all these different things. But what my mom was doing was what she showed, what she told me was, I'm your mother and your father. And I'm like, and even as a kid, that never sat well with me. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you can't, you can't be both. Mm-hmm. Now you are forced to try to be in the role of a father because you felt it necessary because mine wasn't fair, but you, there's no way that you can be my mom and my dad, just be my mom, Mm -hmm. you know? And that once I learned that it was like, okay, let me discover how to navigate through my own emotions. Like my mom, she did a good job of trying to teach me and trying to tell me, you know, how to how to be, you know, men don't do this, men don't do that. And she was giving me the best that she could mm-hmm. from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Right? But to find the 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 actual being a man, she couldn't really give me that. And there's a fine line that you that you just can't you can't say, hey, I'm teaching you how to be a man. No. No, 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 no. You're going to either have to lead me to a, a man that can teach me how to be a man or allow life to teach me how to be one. Because what I've learned is that because you're 18 or you're of age doesn't make you a man. You know, and that's the problem that we have. Oh, I'm grown. I got a 19-year-old son, man. And, you know, oh, I'm grown. Dad, I'm grown. Okay. All right, 
Well, t- tell me with your grown self, how do you do A, B, C, and D? How can how do you go to the bank and how do you apply for 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 loans and how do you build credit and how do you you know how do you uh, 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 respect and how do you love and cherish on a woman? How do you love and cherish and respect and teach and train up your kids? Like like we talking about manhood, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me that. That's why I'm here to try to help you. Now, it's by the grace of God that I was able to learn these things because I didn't have a father to teach me. I really didn't have a bunch of male figures to teach me. So I had to rely on my eyes and, you know, learn what not to do by watching people that I've seen fail. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people say experience is the best teacher. I beg to differ. You know what I'm saying? Wisdom tells you that I watch you go through something. I don't like the reaction that it happened with you. So what I need to do is learn from it and learn not to go down that path. That's wisdom. That's the best teacher. Mm. Learning from somebody else's mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, it, that, it, you know, we, I could keep going on and on, but hey. man, but it, it's, it's deep, man. It's deep. Man, I miss you, man. Keep on going, man. Cause I, you know, what I have learned is two things that we are lacking. We're lacking the lack of uh, godly wisdom and responsibility. And I think that when it comes to man, cause I thought that too when you come 18, and I heard that when you come 18, you become a man. And then when you come, when you, when you got to pay your bills, you rather, it's like you rather pay for some Jordans than pay your, uh, pay your mortgage. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. It, <clears throat> It's like we're still stuck in that boyhood, and it's like you got to move from boyhood to child, you know, it's in that boyhood to manhood. But for you to move to that manhood, you had to be taught like what wisdom is and responsibility. It's, pr- it's called priority. Yeah, it's prioritizing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a uh, responsibility. You know what I'm saying? And I think that like, especially like in a in a black, I mean, it happens in like different communities with men. You know what I'm saying? But I just think like I'm just speaking. From what I know, I mean, what I have seen, what I have grown up and known, is that responsibility wasn't never, like, kind of taught to us. It was more, you know what I'm saying, it was more for me, like, go get it, live in the moment. But then when you get older, you're like, man, I regret it, man. I should never have done that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know. Because we, we were taught to look the part. Yeah, yeah. Instead of being the part. You know, we didn't have... uh uh, accounting classes in high school you know we wasn't taught how mm-hmm. to budget we wasn't taught how to uh we were taught we were pushed education but the education that we were we were even being given was for us to be workers in the field not owners not thinkers I seen a video last night. I was uh, scrolling um, on um, Instagram and this lady, she spoke so eloquently like she just was and she was rallying the people like, hey, we we need the education system. Was not is not for us. Education, she said education got swept out, uh, swept, swept under the rug years ago. You know what I'm saying? And I was just listening to her like, she's right. Because we, we're we not, it, our education is not to be a father. Not in not in public schools, not in the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, every everything that we saw that was uh, for, for manhood and fatherhood, it taught us to be workers. It taught us to be busy. It taught us to, 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 to go out and... We thought I, I remember I I know for probably for me and you mm-hmm. we were ta- oh man you got a you you get a referral at GM oh man you making you making twelve fourteen dollars an hour straight yeah. out of high school oh you you doing good and so what that does is it 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 creates a trap mm-hmm. so now you working at GM for twenty thirty forty years now you retire and then what you worked all this time. You worked all now. GM is what GM went under for us in Dayton. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? GM, Desi, uh, uh, Frigidaire, all these companies went. Delphi. Delphi. All these companies are no more in, in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Now what? A lot of people, we've seen suicide rates go up because they relied on the system. So you rely on the system when the system fails you because the system will fail you because it wasn't designed for you. Mm-hmm. Now you feel like you're worthless, right? So me being the type of person I am, I, I had to, growing up in Soda Bass, coming from nothing, single single parent home, um, learning that only thing we really had, watching my grandmother work for 30, 40 years at Economy Linen, like I seen women work, mm-hmm. but I seen the men stand on the block, mm-hmm. sell yeah. dope, drink, all all the all the negativity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I seen my first killing at I seen my I seen the, my first killing at the age of five. Mm-hmm. Seen a man get stabbed to death. My mom, who used to be an EMT, tried to save this man's life. Mm-hmm. Right. Kept him alive until the paramedics came. Paramedics stopped giving him CPR because, again, in the black community, he got stabbed. He must not be worth it. I'm not going to put forth this effort. Mm-hmm. He dies before he gets to the hospital. All right. <clears throat> All that, that's the groundwork of, that's the foundation mm-hmm. that was laid before me. I don't know that, oh, man, you know what? I can go out here and I can be an entrepreneur. I don't know that I can go out here and I can I, I can own my own home mm-hmm. because everybody I know live in subsidized housing. You know, you so mm-hmm. things of that nature, we not seeing the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And then you go to school and it's like everybody looks like you. Everybody's in the same boat that you in, right? You become your environment. <laughs> right. You become a product of it. Uh-huh. You know, but that's why I'm so grateful that I didn't become a product of it. And there's so many other people that didn't become products of their environment. Mm -hmm. You're another case, you know what I'm saying? It didn't become a product of your environment. But the reality of it is the, the groundwork that we are laying now, Mm -hmm. now our kids can see like, man, okay. I seen dad get it from the mud. Now he's here. You know what I'm saying? Now we can build, you know, now we can build successful families, successful marriages, successful businesses, successful legacies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the Applin name doesn't have to fall by the wayside because, oh, well, uh, Marquise, Jeremiah, and Ronnie, they all, you know, they all became, you know, uh, 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 potential. They were potential, but their potential fell by the wayside. It went down the drain because they squandered it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now we can say, hey, we got three successful brothers all coming up, getting it, showing their kids how to live. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Same thing with me. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with me and my sister. Mm-hmm. You know, starting our business, getting it from the mud, and, and working it. You know what I'm saying? And that's and and that's how it should be. Not being defined by the things that are being shoved down our throats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get up and get out and read a book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get 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 something in you that's going to edify you and not tear you down. Mm-hmm. Because TV, Hollywood, the system as a whole, if you if that's all, if that's your reference point, then man, listen. You're going to be exactly what you see. And that's a totally agreement because I mean, go back to what you say. You and your sister. I've been when we went to uh, Exodus. Exodus was the church that we used to all go to. And um, I remember I heard Marisha and you said, "Oh yeah, we start our own business." I never really heard like black people said that. Right. I was I came from like work, go get a college degree, work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. It was never say think outside the box. Be, you know, what I'm saying have your own instead of try to work for somebody and build for this retirement. And I think that's what, you know what I'm saying, we um, used to in the black community. And I think right. we're getting out of that. You know what I'm saying? This generation and the next generation is like, man, bump that. Right. I'm not working these many hours. You know what I'm saying? I want to start my own because I want to leave a legacy for my kids and my Correct. kids. 
And then when I heard that, it it always dawned to me, it's like, oh, man, y'all took the risk. Y'all took the risk to say, man, we're going to open our own building. We're going to start, you know what I'm saying, haircut. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, you know what I'm saying, do nails. So we're going to do hair. And right. now it's like, when I come to your new shop, it's like, man, they really grown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like y'all really went from this building to this building. Right. And now you have this many uh, people in, you know, in your shops that's cutting hair and doing uh, and doing nails and doing hair. So when I see that, I'm like, oh, man, they took the risk. They they stepped outside that box. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because I seen my papa just work for GM. Just work. Yeah. Just work. Just work. I mean, he was making money. And I've been one time when we was about to graduate. We was like, oh, man, we're going to work for GM. And he told us, nah, I don't want y'all there. I never understood that. I just thought, man, my papa hated it. Like, man, that's money. Yeah. But he was like, nah, I don't he, want y'all to get stuck in that system. He knew the trap. He knew yeah. it was a trap, but he had to do what he had to do. And my thing is this. I don't ever want to come off as if working those jobs mm-hmm. are wrong. Agree. Yeah. They're needed. They're necessary. Like that was one of my first one of my first jobs. Well, actually my last job was working for for Delphi, mm-hmm. right? Went in there. I got a, you know, my third child is on the way. I'm like, "You know what? Let me go ahead and get this money, you know, mm-hmm. do what I got to do, right? While in barber college, mm-hmm. right? That was that was the risk, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, man, because I walked away from working at being a pharmacy tech, mm-hmm. making, you know, making good money, but it was something that I really liked doing. Yeah. It wasn't something that I loved, but it was something that I really liked. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm servicing the community. You know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm meeting people. I mean, it is what it is. I'm learning, you know, but I knew it wasn't enough for me, mm-hmm. you know, saying, and also backstory, my mom was a hairstylist. Mm. So I used to see people, I used to wake up in the morning and it could be five females in our living room. My mom doing doing hair in the kitchen. Like, I'm talking about getting it. And I'm like, man, okay, you know. And mm-hmm. I used to I used to sit around, I'll, you know, take over the TV, watch cartoons, and, mm-hmm. you know, just being a little guy. And then next thing I know, I start listening to the conversations that, you know, saying some of the women were having. And mm-hmm. I was just like, this is pretty dope. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Just the, just the, the, you know, the admiration that they might even have for my mom, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Marsha, Marsha, you, yeah, da, da 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 da, and they'll come back. Oh man, your your mom, she got she got blessed hands, and I'm like, and I just used to sit there and look, like, man, that's what's up. Like, it's like, it's like then I start seeing my sister start doing nails when she got of age, and I was just like, again, here I am. I'm a sponge, so I'm like listening to their conversations, and you know, I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And also, initially, you know, I start picking up clippers, right? So, go through that. My when I'm working at uh, working at the uh, uh, pharmacy, you know, I'm like, okay, this is cool, but this ain't what I love. And I remember just having a conversation with my wife, like, hey, look. I really want to do something else. And mm-hmm. so she like, what you want to do? I'm like, I want to, you know, I want to go to barber college. Mm-hmm. So she like, well, go ahead and do it. And I'm like, for real? You know, and I think that's another thing that we, 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 we miss in the black community is that support system. Mm-hmm. Like knowing like, okay, it's cool to follow your dreams, but definitely have somebody behind you mm-hmm. that can, can nurture and push forth those dreams to come true. So go back to working at Delphi, work for Delphi for two years. And it was profitable for me. Like it was definitely profitable for me, mm-hmm. but it was a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And what we need to understand is just because you are where you are now, doesn't mean that's your forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can, Everything to me, I always look at everything that I do. I'm like, this is serving a purpose. This is serving a purpose for now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that purpose was for me to 
for 22 months. I worked there, made stuff happen, made money, supported my family, did what I had to do. But coming out on the backside of it, when Delphi closed, I had no control over that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, they were closing. I was only supposed to work there for three months. They were going to close in three months. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me work and stack as much money as I can, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, Pro, you know, to provide for the family. Ended up, they stayed up. Oh, they kept extending the 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 day, like mm-hmm. extending it. And I'm like, okay, well, are they going to close? So for a while, I started getting kind of complacent. Like, oh, this shoe, I might just go ahead and keep working here, mm-hmm. you know, because – the system is telling me, work, get this money. Mm-hmm. This is all you need to do. And I remember people was like quitting, quitting this job. And I'm like, nah, I'm like, y'all need to just be patient. And he was like, nah, I'm about to quit. Nah, I'm about to quit. And I'm like, bro, just be patient. Because mm-hmm. what I understood was God didn't bring me into that place mm-hmm. to have me walking out of there with nothing. It was more than just a paycheck because how everything laid was laid out for me to even work there was like, you know, I'm like, it's a blessing coming on the end of, at the end of this. I'm like, so let's, let's just be patient. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just, and I never forget our union start coming to us. Like, Hey, we having meetings cause they are about to close, but we getting y'all, Y'all might, and they was telling us those that had just got hired on within mm-hmm. that them two years, it's like y'all might not get nothing. This is only for the people who had been here before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh okay. I didn't believe it, you know. what I'm saying so. What they were doing was what I found out later was they were just trying to to discourage as many people as they could, <laughs> so they didn't have to pay them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So anybody who was in the union. The union were fight, was fighting for them, mm-hmm. but the union was also in bed with the company. Mm. <laughs> so they were trying to get as many people as possible so they can get kickback. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, long story short, we ended up leaving up out of there with a, with a severance package mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, that most people, because a lot of people quit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't quit. Like, why are y'all quitting? Like that's dumb. Like being impatient. Yeah, because they couldn't. They couldn't see past mm-hmm. what they could see. Mm-hmm. Only thing they saw was, oh man, they taking, they taking the uh, machines out of here. They taking this. They they're doing this. And I'm like, bro, just be patient. Mm-hmm. Just be patient. You know what I'm saying? And the people that stayed, man, listen, they got broke off. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. legit got broke off. Then what they did for me was because I was already in school after the severance, mm-hmm. they went ahead and gave us, well, they gave me, and they gave some other people too that, because um, it was at the time the county had uh, something for displaced workers. Mm-hmm. And so what they did was they was like, all right, whatever field you want to go into from here, we'll pay for it. Oh, man, that's that's dope. So I'm like, all right, I already got credit hours with in barber college. Mm-hmm. Barbering wasn't one of the, the things that they were offering, though. So let me tell you how God is. Like, yeah. the, like favor, for real, is definitely unfair. One of the person who ended up taking my case was somebody I went to high school with. Oh, man. Didn't know. I walk in the door. I'm like, oh, what's up? Like, she's like, hey, Ray, what's going on? I was looking at your name. I was wondering if, if this was you. And I was like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So next thing I know, I'm telling her my plight. Like, hey, you know, I know I don't see this on here, but I'm already engaged with that. So she was like, let me see what I can do. Man, listen, she went and talked to her supervisor, I end up leaving, mm-hmm. and like a week later, it was like, "Yeah, we'll be able to do that for you." Oh man, that's like paid the rest of my school off. You know what I'm saying? And just the rest is history. Like I finished school, 
Next thing I know, my sister, they ended up, I ended up telling her how, what they did for me. She ended up going down there. They paid for her school. That's dumb. You know what I'm saying? And the rest is history. When I say everything that was set up for us to succeed mm-hmm. in that, you know what I'm saying? And we took the money that we got from the severance, bought a building, put in the work. Man, and the rest is history, man. Like Serenity Barbershop, Serenity Hair and Nail, man, that's that's how it was birthed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's been a blessing because – and me and my sister, we always talk about it. We like how two, you know what I'm saying, kids from DeSoto Bass end up being owners. You know what I'm saying? When we've seen so many that fell by the wayside and just gave up on life or they didn't have what they, you know what I'm saying? They didn't they didn't want more or didn't know how to achieve more. You know what I'm saying? But the favor of God just been on our lives and that's 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 that. <laughs> Man, that <clears throat> and I mean, you know, it's you had a mission, you know what I'm saying? It was like you had a mission and it's like and God's plan was to not to keep you stuck stuck there. And I and I think that's the issue too, is with um especially in the black community, is that we could be stuck. We're stuck in our environment. And that keep us hopeless, you know what I'm saying? And I um to Kendra, I said I just think that people got to know how to, uh, what word I'm looking for, to elevate themselves, mm-hmm. and you know, what I'm saying to uh, to build themselves up. And it's like like you told those guys, you say, hey man, don't quit, man, don't quit. But it's like what mission? It's like what plan do you have if you quit this job? It's like right. you still getting paid, right. you know what I'm saying? You still, you know, I just if they if they let you go. They let you go. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're going to have to go look for another job. But if you just stick in there, can you just imagine how those guys feel or women feel by, you know, quitting and they find out that everybody got paid? Because yeah. I, I had a friend that he got paid, and I think he was only there for like two or three years. Yeah. And he told us, like, how much he got. I was like, man, for real? Yeah. I said, so you only have to be there for two years or three years, and you get broke off some. Yeah. And- it, th- those that was there for, for six months got yeah. the same amount. And see, this is what people was mad about. The same the, – so if you were if you worked there mm-hmm. less than ten years, you got a certain amount. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and it was everybody got the same amount. And if you worked ten and up, you got a certain amount. So the people who had been there for nine years was pissed at the people who was there for two years. Oh, for real? Because they like how they get the same amount, and I've dedicated these nine and a half uh-huh. it could have been like nine and three quarters like uh-huh. but we got the same amount as they did and you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but again like i said it's the favor of god like mm-hmm. you can't like i have no words other than that to describe it is there's really nothing else to to do but acknowledge that it was him mm-hmm. because like I said, I didn't want to work there. Matter of fact, I never even put the application in. My sister put the app. Like, she filled out my information and was like, you need this job for your family. And I'm like, well, give me the application. She said, I already filled it out for you. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, all right. Well, what I got to do? Basically, you just got to show up for this, uh, take the drug test and show up for this interview. Uh-huh. Like, and the interview was like nothing. Like, but it's funny, man, because when I look back on those things and I look at how, how everything was, was laid out for me, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Of course I had to put in some work. I had to put in the, you know, that, that, that I had to actually do the work, but I think that's another thing that is lacking for us as men we've become so lazy. Mm-hmm. We don't want to put in the work. You know what I'm saying? Because, all right, so <clears throat> history lesson. So you go back and look at how the, you know, you brought up earlier where slavery, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We go back to, you know, I have tried to do my ancestry, you know, going back and trying to find out, you know, where I came from, right? Mm-hmm. So I was looking at, and I love history, so 
I went back and I was just like looking at how the plan of you know the trans uh, the transatlantic slave trade was even brought about, right? So you know you do you know they they go over there to try to build treaties with uh with the Africans and they started you know hey teach us how to farm this land okay well we know how to farm you know how to farm this land well can you do this over here you know which is part one part of a bigger conglomerate but I'm gonna use that um so we come over to America you know you know they they miss a couple of places they was trying to get to America they ended up in Haiti you know they ended up in the islands and then another area so then now they come in okay now we make it to America right mm-hmm. so <clears throat> so now we here in America right now you know we looking at you know how they're that we're fighting in these wars mm-hmm. you know that ain't got nothing to do with us because really what they were doing was fighting over us you know what I'm saying because we're property uh-huh. you know now they want the land and the people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so here we are we're here in America now. Jim Crow laws, you know, you you have brought we, we talked about that earlier. Um and now what we want to do is we want to divide the people. So we're not going to put the people who are in the same tribes together, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to mix them up. And we're going to divide the strong. Mhm. And we're going to put more weak with the strong. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we really look at that, that's still happening to this day. Right. Yeah. We, it's, it's the whole mindset of divide and conquer. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're, we'll divide all the people. We're, we, we don't want to put. Uh, we don't want to put the Ivory Coast people with the Senegal people. We don't want to put the. Benin with the with the Benin people we want to put the the Benins with the wh- wherever the speech was different oh let's let's put them there mm-hmm. like let's put them here so if you can't communicate properly mm-hmm. then we can't so mm-hmm. now okay if we can divide the families okay let's snatch the men from the women let's divide them because what is what is this world's biggest fear? A strong family. Mm-hmm. And I mean that that goes that that's not even color based. That is, if we can tear down the family construct, then we can conquer what we want to conquer. Right? Because you can't build. You have a strong family. You could build legacy on top of legacy. Correct. You know yeah. So only people that they, you know, in in this the European structure construct, they didn't want anybody to have a strong family but them. They only thing they wanted the legacy and their names. They wanted mm-hmm. those names to carry on, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So here we are. You break that down. Okay, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Applins, and I'm a, I'm 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 not gonna allow them to 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 grow and and build, you know, Marquis. He's a he's he's a leader in his in his village and his community. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, how can I break him down? How can I break that that structure down? Okay, well, I'll embarrass Marquis. I'll mutilate Marquis. I will <clears throat> cut off his genital area i will uh i will castrate him in front of everybody mm-hmm. everybody who thought he was strong i'm gonna show him how i'm gonna show them how weak he is right mm-hmm. so i i do that and i set that as the base mm-hmm. now i can control the people right mm-hmm. but i'll castrate and i'll sodomize you mm-hmm. in front of everybody mm-hmm they took they took the um I read it in this book we have um they took the the biggest the biggest black man the strongest black man 
And if, if you could take him, like what's it called, butt bucking or something like that? Yeah. And it's like it's like if you could, if you could really embarrass him, and you could take that big strong man. What do you think you're going to do to somebody my size? I'm Make them comply by mm -hmm. fear is fear tactics. But mm -hmm. the, re the reality of it is what people don't understand is fear only works until it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Right? You may make us fear you for a while. Mm -hmm. You may be able to break down our family construct for a while. Mm -hmm. But it's not forever. And so this is what's happening. You 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 have you have those situations going on, right? Family breaking down. Fast forward to the to the mid nineteen hundreds. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the the revolution of 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 the the feminine um, the feminist the feminist movement. You know, which they ended up bringing black women on board to try to boost their, mm -hmm. their cause, but it was never meant for black women to be involved in that. Mm -hmm. But they brought them in because it was, it looked good to, mm -hmm. for the numbers. Mm -hmm. But now black women have adopted the feminist movement, mm -hmm. but the reality of it is it's still, another layer of the system mm -hmm. that is to divide the black family. Mm -hmm. Right. So here we are. We're, we're now we're divided. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, bring it up to the nineties. I mean, to the eighties, you know, now you got the, the crack epidemic, you know, there, you know, we've heard this all before. Well, we don't have ships. Where, where's the, Where's the uh, the cocaine coming from and all this stuff? Okay, we know the American government was bringing that in. Mm -hmm. We 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 know that. True, like true. it's it's documented, you know, you know, with in the Reagan administration, the Costa Nostra, you know, the the guerrilla warfare that was happening in in Nicaragua. Th this is all history, mm -hmm. right? But. What was happening over there affected what's happening here. So now you bring the drugs to to the black neighborhoods, mm -hmm. dump it right in the black community. They were bringing the heroin over from from uh, over in Asia, mm -hmm. bringing it over here, pumping it into the the uh, into the black people's veins. We're doing it to ourselves, mm -hmm. of course, but they're preventing they're presenting the opportunity and we fall for it. So now you don't have the black man in the community or in the home because he can't stay in the home because the women are on subsidized housing because they're having kids, mm -hmm. but they can't afford it because the fathers is on crack now. The oh. fathers is on heroin now. Or in jail. <laughs> or in jail. For for doing what? For selling the heroin. Mm-hmm. Or selling the women who who we've objectified, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and again, men, we've played our part. Mm -hmm. You know, we definitely allow we we definitely fail for the banana and the tailpipe, so mm -hmm. to speak. Um, but we've done that, mm -hmm. right? So now here we are, and we're trying to figure out well, well, why don't why why don't women respect us? Well, why would they? Because we don't respect ourselves, you know. It's it's, it's. I feel like man took the, it was like the mice, and we took the trap. Yeah, we, we we got the cheese, but we took the trap. It's like they brought it over here, but go sell it, sell it to your people. Yeah, but don't go to suburbs. Don't sell it to our people, and it's like, but sell it to your people, but then you get busted. You doing like ten. You doing twenty. It's still people. It's people getting out of prison who went to, yeah. who went to prison. 1980 yeah 30 40 years ago yeah yeah man mm -hmm. and it's it's a it's a dirty game <clears throat> mm -hmm. but we got to be smarter yeah and we got to take responsibility you know what i'm saying yes mm -hmm. you know we see the trap mm -hmm. we see the trap we see the cheese on the trap mm -hmm. but some so many people are so happy 
to walk around with the trap on their neck because they like, oh, well, at least I got the cheese. No. They ain't going to live forever. <laughs> no, 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 uh-huh. no, no, no. I'd rather be the type of person to say, hey, I see the trap. Mm-hmm. Let me find a way to get in that refrigerator to get the cheese myself. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about creating opportunities for myself, for my family, for mm-hmm. my friends. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Any, anything that I can do to try to, you know, but we've been conditioned. Going back to that, that analogy of, or not even analogy, that actual occurrence of men being objectified, sodomized. Um, uh, uh, castrated mm-hmm. in the town in the in the town square, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, you know you or if once they got into the the slave master's house, okay, well let's find the let's let's set an example for anybody who tries to run, mm-hmm. anybody who tries to get away. Only thing they wanted was their freedom. Why the only reason you would run from run from any kind of abuse. Is because you want to be free from it, right? Mm-hmm. How was that a negative thing? First of all, it shouldn't have never. It shouldn't never be in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. So you're trying to get away from it, which is natural. Mm-hmm. So you get away. You're trying to get away. Oh well, well. I see Marquis trying to leave the other night, Master. Uh, you know, he 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 went north. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm stopping, I'm preventing your progress for freedom. It's the same thing we're doing now to our to each other. Now what we're doing is, now is, you know, we can do it in our own home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't want, we don't want our wives to have a leg up on us. And we don't want to, you know, your wife don't want you to have a leg up on them. I don't want you controlling me. You can't control me. It's not about control. It's about order. Sometimes, and that go back not to get biblical, but that go back to Genesis when he said the woman want want to be over the man, and it's like it's always had been like a a man versus woman, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you know when you know not to get too too, too uh, deep into that, but it's like when when Yeshua died, he made that bridge to make us all you know so we we all equal, you know what I'm saying? We can it's like I don't my wife doesn't have to. Uh, try to be over me, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we don't have to fight. Like you said, it's, it's an order. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's an order. It's like, look, I'm not trying to stop you from pursuing your dreams or anything like that. And I'm not trying to go ahead and just do my dreams and just keep you keep you stuck. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I the One of the first things that, you know, that the Lord – established was family mm-hmm. right one of the things that i know that the enemy hates is family mm-hmm. look at today's society we don't know whether we coming or going now we don't know if it's supposed to be man and man or woman and woman mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and 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 if that's your preference hey by all means mm-hmm. but our job is to be productive Mm-hmm. and be be able to reproduce there's again there's an order mm-hmm. on how you reproduce mm-hmm. right now yes man has <clears throat> opened up the the door where you don't need a man now to reproduce only thing you need is his sperm mm-hmm. only thing you need is you know so we can we can do the the procedures and the all those things, and now you can reproduce on your own. But mm-hmm. the natural order, you know what I'm saying, without help from man, mm-hmm. is, you know, by sex and through marriage, mm-hmm. right? Now, of course, we know that marriage isn't the only way. Mm-hmm. But to have the family construct the way that it is originally planned, that's what you that's that's the way it should go and it flows smoothly when it doesn't i have two kids outside of my marriage before i that that doesn't work as smoothly as how it works between me and my wife Mm -hmm. and the two kids that me and her have Mm -hmm. together 
it's a smooth transition. Outside of that, it's chaos. Now, I love my kids. I love all four of my kids just the same. But it is chaotic when I'm dealing with the mother of my two, my oldest two kids. I'll leave it at that. But it runs a whole lot smoother when it's when it's done right. And that's what, uh, like you said, that's what that's what uh, that's what y'all created it to be. You know, he created a family to move a certain way. But man, try to get more. It's like man tried to get wiser to say, "Oh, I could do it my way." And it's like we're messing up that family structure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why you see a lot of broken family, and that's why you see a lot of uh, divorces going on because we're trying to do things our way. When y'all said, "Not just do it this way," mm-hmm. the family. I'm telling you, if you do it my way, you'll see the purpose. You'll see. You'll see. You, you'll you'll see the prize that I have for you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, uh, it's like we think that little kids or kids don't see that, mm-hmm. and and I feel like kids need that family structure. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and not just really actually like family structure. I feel like relationship. You know what I'm saying? I feel like relationship is so important, but relationship today, you see that social media is really kind of pulling that together. You know what I'm saying? Now they're coming up with this, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, many verse or something like that, that you don't have to be, um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the virtual reality, uh, uh, yeah, it's something like you don't have to be with somebody physically. You could just, I don't know. I heard, I just, I haven't done too much of my research on okay. it, but I just heard people talking about it, but. It's like you could tell that relationship is not being built, being built of like fellowship. It's more kind of like distance. It's like relationship is like on the surface. Yeah. It's you know what I'm saying. It's not going deep. And I feel like the enemy is t- is it destroying relationships and destroying uh family. And now you see that a lot of people dealing with a lot of mental health and a lot of people dealing with a lot of uh issues because the enemy is is coming in and destroying that. And but. Like you said, it's it's up to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tell yeah, and, and and the the crazy part about it is is it's almost impossible to talk about the things that we're talking about and not bring the father into it. Yeah. Like it, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's really hard mm-hmm. to not do it, and I don't think it's. You know, and the way that the way that me and you are, we we always gonna bring that element into the into mm-hmm. the equation. Everybody is not going to agree, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Heck, if you don't think that I'm a man, that doesn't stop me from being a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because you don't agree, so and then just like it doesn't stop God from being God. You know what I'm saying? He is who he is. You know what I'm saying, and the reality of it is, and he 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 has ordained family, mm-hmm. period. You know, and the reason why we are struggling the way that we're struggling as a as a people is because we continue to go outside of him to look for answers, and that's just the bottom line. So when we talk about you know the black community. Or we talk about family or we talk about being a black man in America. We got to talk about how we got to move a little differently than our counterparts. Hey, it is reality. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You might not see it. You might not agree with it. But if you open up your eyes, it's impossible for you not to see. You know, and and that's true. But, you know, one thing, too, man, I think, too, I think that what, what it was that it's like with slavery and we have to also talk about Christianity. It has, you know, some part of that. But mm-hmm. I feel like what it was that you have these, like, right counterparts, right? And they try to take, and they, they come in. That's why I don't like missionary, you know what I'm saying, going to different countries. It's because what you're doing, you're trying to take these people's culture and put your culture in it. Correct. It, it was never meant for, like, you to, me to kind of, like, it was never meant for me to be in your culture because my culture is different from your culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's wrong with like family. It's like we're trying to be like, it's like we always have to try to prove ourselves to be like to fit in. And it's yeah. like, but we were never meant to fit in because our culture is totally different from your culture. You right. know what I'm saying? So I think that we're dealing with, um, what was his name? Um, W.E.D. Boyce said double conscious. It's like, I mean, you could be cool how we are. We could talk a certain way. Mm-hmm. But then when we get like around some people, we got to, 
tighten up and it'll be different and make yeah. ourselves seem be seen different. And I just think that that's an issue as well is that we have to understand that it's okay not to fit in. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're you. Know who you are. And I think that we'll struggle as a black community, even as like men, because I can't talk on the women. I think women do too, but I would like to have a, a black woman to kind of, you know, talk about how she feel. But I just think as a black man, it's hard for us to know who we are because we're so traumatized and you got to think that we're, no, we're not that far moved from slavery because you got to think about our dads, their dads, their dads' trauma. Right. And that trauma is being pushed down to us. So we're trying, we're, we're really trying to figure out what it means to be us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I do believe that um, the, it's definitely, we... We are still PTSD is real. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I, I do us being, you know, still in that mindset of um trying like you say, trying to figure out who we are. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I do believe that we because our history has been, you know, there have been t- attempts to eradicate mm-hmm. our history. Mm-hmm. We have to look and discover who we are right the problem with that is we are trying to discover who we are through the lens of the people who destroyed our history in the first place Mm -hmm. so how am i supposed to believe or how am i supposed to trust anything that you say when you're the one who was trying to destroy me in the first place it's almost like this it's, it's like a predator or a rapist who's been abusing and raping, you know, a person for for years, mm-hmm. right? But then that rapist or that abuser is the person that I'm supposed to look toward for help from the abuse. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a rebellion against that because you're the one that caused this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So how am I supposed to even look towards you as a savior mm-hmm. when you are the one that caused the pain in the first place? So my thing is, as as as, as men, especially black men, mm-hmm. We have to, A, first rely on God, mm-hmm. number one. Then look to save ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Save ourselves from the system that is trying to oppress us, that has been oppressing us mm-hmm. at, from generation, from generation, to generation, to generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, do your due diligence. Make a pact with your family. Teach your children how to, you know, the same thing that we're we're teaching ourselves, mm-hmm. teach them, and have pass the baton on to them that they can run farther than what we have. So what we seen was it's it's been a groundwork, like you said. Mm-hmm. Your grandfather he worked for GM, but what he tell you? I don't want y'all working there, right? No, I that's he was, I thought he was hating on the buddy. <laughs> that's a baton being passed. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Now what the problem with that is mm-hmm. is not explaining and i believe that generation had a hard time explaining mm-hmm. why they made the decisions that they 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 made or said the things that they said mm-hmm. or felt the way that they felt because when you in those uh those factories mm-hmm. is a very systematic thing like you can almost see that Plants, mm-hmm. plantations. It's the, they follow the same mold. Mm-hmm. If you, I remember working. I was <laughs> remember working at Delphi, and I was sitting there like, okay, okay, this this is called a plant. Okay, I have supervisors, mm-hmm. you know, and then when the big wigs came. 
everybody had to tighten up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and they used to say stuff like, oh, I'm going to have to crack that whip. Like, listen to the men. Like, I, and that's where that PS, uh, P, uh, PTSD comes in. It's like, hold on, what? Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, we're not that far removed from slavery, right? It's it's, it's just it's the same system, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh shoot, you know, we had to work in sales, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because now we know that the prison the prison system is is the new slavery, mm-hmm. you know? And okay, well now we're getting some wages for our labor, mm-hmm. but what do we do when that system breaks down? We run to a new system mm-hmm. to keep us oppressed. <laughs> like it, it's really that. Like it's really that simple. It, and it's not just that too, man. It's like they got so many systems. You got to think about the media. You got to think about like record labels, man. Oh, like, yeah. like record labels, like pimping, um, pimping our black folks. Like you got to think about it, like. It's like push after this music, talk about drugs, talk about, you know, getting the money, getting this, getting that, getting that. And then you have our young us, our, our young our kids listen to that. They ain't gonna think about you know what I'm saying, they gonna think about how to get the money fast because that's what that's what the record label's pushing out, right? Right. But they saying this Oh, this is an issue with black on black crime. But then it's okay for you to say push out that music. About mm-hmm. killing each other, right? And most of the people who's on top of the record label is not black. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not black. You know what I mean? So it's like, I understand it was black people on top of the record label. It was all right, it is an issue, but it's like, wait a minute, why y'all y'all saying that there's a crime issue in the black community, but you're still pushing out that music? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that's a whole. <laughs> listen, listen, we could have a whole nother discussion about that alone, but mm-hmm. the reality again goes back to the system that is being enforced. Uh, a quote that Adolf Hitler said was, "The way that you can control the people is through their music and their media." Mm. This is one of the most Ruthless, ruthless <laughs> dictators uh-huh. of our of our time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So much so he made a, a a mustache trend become synonymous with racism. Uh-huh. Like you know what I'm saying. So think about that for for a second. You know mm-hmm. where where's all of our 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 issues coming from right now? Social media and our music, mm-hmm. right? So if if I can get young ladies to 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 think that you know you know taking off all your clothes and showing your body off and mm-hmm. you know because the city girls say that it's a hot girl summer you know what i'm saying then that's what the young ladies are gonna do because we are we at and i i blame the parents mm-hmm. i blame us mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying though it might not be me and you per se, mm-hmm. but I blame us because what happens is we say, well, our music didn't affect me that way, mm-hmm. so it's okay for them to listen to them. Well, what if your kid isn't strong enough? What if your kid doesn't, you know, it, it's being pressured, mm-hmm. you know, socially, you know, to live up to a city girl, uh, a Nicki Minaj, a Kardashian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they? What if they are not strong enough, you know, to to deal with that? Or what if our young men aren't strong enough to not try to live like the uh, baby, or you know, or 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 you know, God rest his soul, Young Dolph. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like, but they're pu- they're putting out the music. That represents what it means to be, quote unquote, black, or what it means to be, quote unquote, cool. If you don't, if you're not listening to this, oh man, you you lame. Yeah, it's like you against what did it say? You against the machine? Yeah. It's like, it's like, like one artist I like, D Smoke. 
D okay. Smoke talks yeah. some. He talks some yeah, real yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But you're not gonna see him up there, like with the with the uh, with the baby or Jay Z. Nah, you never gonna you never gonna see them. Stuff. Yeah, you're never gonna mm-hmm. see them. You're never gonna see anybody who goes against who is counter mm. who is countercultural. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna see them in the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that's why we, you know, we sometimes side eye uh, a lot of the gospel artists who come into alliance with some of those big name people because we like, well, aren't you supposed to be countercultural? Well, are are did you sell out? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and I don't I don't do it because I'm like their mission can be different from somebody else's, but the people that's in it, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we never saw, uh, you never really saw, uh, most deaf and Talib Kweli, um, running around with like on the awards, on the platforms, Mm -hmm. like they might get respect from like the Jay Z's and the, you know, the Nas's, but you never see them, you know, getting awards. You know what I'm saying? You never see them, like, common. You don't see him, you know what I'm saying, in that now he, but because of his acting mm-hmm. ability, you might see him hosting, but he doesn't get the accolades. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because his, somebody who, who was one of the one of the dopest lyricists out here is Black Thought. Oh, man. Oh, man, Black Thought. So, <laughs> but Black Thought, is 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 he's speaking on on stuff and he's against the like you said against the machine he's mm-hmm. against the system so mm-hmm. you you don't you don't see now they know how to they know how to to kind of smooth that over because the roots mm-hmm. as a whole they get they get the gigs mm-hmm. now okay but that's just showing you that we'll use your talent mm-hmm but we'll never praise you for your content. That's the same thing with like with uh, I mean Andre three thousand. He get, he gets he gets. It's, it's mainly you hear rappers or other people, but he doesn't get it from like. No, you know what I'm saying? Or uh, no, I tell you one person, Jizza. Yeah, from Wu Tang. Like he don't he don't get to pray because he's against the machine. He like, but he's always yeah. been. He's always been. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They they're never, you know, and it, and it, and some of it is based off their religion too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because their religion speaks against anti white. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're anti you know anti this anti that. You know what I'm saying? They're never going to really get those real praises those real accolades Mm -hmm. and my thing is this it goes back to what i was saying earlier (laughs) it it messes me up that we some we want to get praise Mm -hmm. from the people who hate us (laughs) it doesn't make sense Uh you don't you're the you're the ones that is oppressing us. Mm-hmm. So, but we want your praise and we want your accolades. We want to see that your table. And then when we, it looks like we've created our own table. It's still ran by those, those people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Hi, this is your host, Keith. I hope you enjoyed part one of The Invisible Man, The Invisible Family, and The Invisible Community. Make sure you go check out part two. Enjoy.